I've never cried so hard in my life. I remember just, I mean, I felt like I had pouring rain over my head, a bucket dumped over me. I couldn't even read it anymore. I was crying so bad. I just fell to my knees and, uh, you know, I was just in, still just in shock. And then reading that, I just couldn't believe that was my son that I just read about. And the next day, um, you know, I just happened to, you know, it was on the counter and I walked by and I, I I saw it again, and I kind of looked at it, and then I saw the whole, you know, manner of death natural, and that's when it kind of set me off, and I got really mad about that, you know, there's nothing natural about a 20-month-old kid just passing away. We just never in a million years thought we would be here, and I wish that somebody told me something about vaccines when we had two children growing up, we're very well connected in the community, and and at work as a nurse, you know, and not one person ever came through and ever told me, you know, anything bad about vaccines. So if anything, I feel like, you know, this became our mission, even though I don't want it to be, but just the education and the awareness about just doing your own research. I'm not here to tell you not to vaccinate, but to just educate yourselves before you do, um, because, you know, I know in going forth, Madeline, and if we have any more children would never be vaccinated just until things change. This is a truth podcast where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the truth podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. Welcome back to another episode of The Truth Podcast. It is Monday, January 20, 2020. My name is Richard. I'm your host. And today's topic, SIDS and vaccines. Is there a connection? And that is what we seek to answer on this episode. And interestingly enough, um, this was not actually a topic that I was planning to speak about this week. I had a friend of mine that had responded to a Instagram story that I put on my Instagram account early in the week. And I said, you know what? I've talked about vaccines, what, on four episodes here? And this is one particular area of vaccines that I have not talked about yet. And so with that being said, we're going to get into it and answer the question, is there a connection between SIDS and vaccines? If you're new to the Truth Podcast, please be sure to like, subscribe to our YouTube channel or our BitChute channel or our Brighteon channel if you're watching this on video. And of course, if you're watching this on audio, please be sure to rate, give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star rating, and don't forget to check out the official website, truthpodcastqe.com, to read up more about the topics that we discuss here on the Truth Podcast, and you can also submit a topic suggestion while I will do the research and try to give you the truth. With that being said, let's get started on this week's topic. Now, while the government has insisted for many years that the cause of SIDS is unknown, there are researchers who have shown for decades that the real cause is environmental toxins, specifically those found in vaccines. 
SIDS, or Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, is the leading cause of death in the first six months of life. 90% of all SIDS occur in babies under six months of age. While the official recommendation for SIDS contains some helpful advice, there is still a great deal of information that they are failing to tell new parents when it comes to what the real risk factors are for SIDS. Most of the authority bodies will not discuss specific cases of SIDS, such as exposure to chemicals in the first few months of life. The American Academy of Pediatrics recently updated their information about sleep recommendations. They mentioned skin-to-skin -skin contact and breastfeeding as being helpful in providing added protection against SIDS, which is great to see. They also mentioned how sharing a room with a parent is beneficial and can decrease the risk of SIDS by 50%. Well, surprise, surprise, there is no mention of vaccines. You always have to dig a little bit deeper to get the truth. So, do mandatory vaccines save lives and protect infants who are too young to be vaccinated? Or, as so many mothers and fathers continue to ask, including myself, could mandatory vaccines actually increase infant mortality? Well, the correlation between vaccines and SIDS is high enough that the CDC has been forced to acknowledge it. The current CDC website reads, quote, babies receive many vaccines when they are between two and four months old. The age range is also the peak age for sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS, or infant death that cannot be explained. The timing of the two-month and four-month shots and SIDS have led some people to question whether they might be related, unquote. Now, the CDC goes on to list a small number of studies that claim to disprove the link, but... There are many more studies, including a few here, but not listed on the CDC website that do find a connection. Like this one, infant mortality rates regressed against number of vaccine doses routinely given. Is there a biochemical or synergistic toxicity? The study's authors found a high statistically significant correlation between increasing number of vaccine doses and increasing infant mortality rates. Take a look at this screenshot here. To further corroborate this finding, a 2007 case study documents the death of three-and-a-half-month-old twin girls at the exact same time, two days after their DTaP and hepatitis B vaccines. The cause of death was unknown, so it was termed simultaneous sudden infant death syndrome. Simultaneous SIDS is an exceptionally rare event, so the fact that both twins died at the same time in the 48 hours following a routine set of vaccinations almost certainly implicates the vaccines in the twins' death. In fact, the correlation between SIDS and infant death is playing out here in the United States. Recently, California joined Mississippi and West Virginia to legally require childhood vaccines by eliminating parents' rights to opt out of any vaccines. The law mandates vaccines against, quote, any disease deemed appropriate by the department, including, of course, chickenpox, which is basically a mild illness that even the UK refused to add to their schedule due to evidence that the chickenpox vaccine increases adults' cases of the far more serious and more painful shingles disease. So, has the law helped improve the health of children in Mississippi or West Virginia? Well, let's take a look. Among all 50 states, Mississippi has the number one 
highest rate of infant death before the age of one. Yes, that's correct. Mississippi, they rank last. 50 out of 50 in keeping infants alive. A Washington Post article even acknowledged, quote, overall the residents of Mississippi are the unhealthiest in the country. A Daily Beast article praising Mississippi's vaccine laws is titled, quote, Mississippi last in everything, first in vaccines, unquote. The connection between being first in vaccines and last in all other markers of children's health is not lost on everyone, however. The Daily Beast article mentions a letter to the editor in which Lindy McGee, co-director of the group Mississippi Parents for Vaccines, writes that Mississippi families are being exploited for its reputation of ignorance and lack of education. Similarly, West Virginia also has one of the highest infant mortality rates in the country, just a few spaces away from Mississippi. The current slew of American vaccines are some of the most least effective, least regulated vaccines in history. But even if they were effective, most parents are less concerned with mild rashes like measles and, and far more concerned with keeping their children alive. As anyone who has researched vaccine science knows, no credible studies have demonstrated that higher rates of vaccination in comparable populations saves children's lives and improves their long-term well-being. So why is California following the lead of two states with the highest infant mortality rates in the entire country? Well, that's a question for California state lawmakers, many of whom regularly accept money from the pharmaceutical companies who will benefit from the new mandatory vaccine law. So recently, there were researchers who discovered GSK, or GlaxoSmithKline, who deleted data showing vaccines caused infant deaths. Two Indian researchers, Dr. Puliyel and Dr. Sathyamala, recently discovered deleted hidden data in the Periodic Safety Update Reports, or the PSUIs, for the Infantrix Hexa vaccine, which is given to Australian babies from age two months of age. They discovered that GSK deleted deaths which were previously included in a 2012 report. In their journal review, Dr. P and Dr. S showed in their analysis that 83% of the deaths reported occurred in the 10 days immediately following the vaccination, and 17% occurred in the following 10 days. GSK has been caught out at last, deleting data which shows their products can kill babies. Where is the outrage at that? What about other researchers who examined the vaccine's SIDS link? Well, Dr. Vieira Schreiber, who is a retired research scientist who had published three books and 90 different scientific papers and prestigious journals, had done extensive research into vaccines with her early research in the area of SIDS. Her research focused specifically on the changes in breathing monitors developed for COTS. What she found was that the babies that had been recently vaccinated recorded alarms in the days following vaccinations often in the days following. So what it showed was the high level of stress that the vaccines caused. The alarms indicated that the child's breathing was shallow or when the breathing had ceased temporarily. What about infant mortality rates and vaccine doses? Well, a study by Neil Miller and Gary Goldman published in Human and Experimental Toxicology examined several countries with varying infant mortality rates and compared them based on the number of vaccine doses given. It looked at countries with significant better rates than the United States, 
which was ranked 34th. These countries included Japan, Singapore, and Sweden, which had the top three scores and the lowest IMRs. The researchers found the top three countries had considerably less vaccine doses in the first year of life than the others. His study concluded that for the 34 nations with the top IMRs, a correlation was found between the IMR and the number of vaccine doses routinely given to the babies. The findings displayed an important relationship that nations requiring more vaccine doses tend to have higher infant mortality rates. Did you know that after 37 deaths from the DPT shot, the Japanese government declared it illegal to vaccinate a child under the age of two? Until that time, Japan had been following the American model starting at two months. When young babies stopped being vaccinated, meningitis and infantile convolutions also stopped. What also happened is that Japan's infant mortality rate, which had been 17th, shot up to first place, making it the lowest infant mortality rate in the entire world. SIDS rates increased once again in Japan since the government now recommends vaccinations be administered from three months. I wonder why. There is evidence in the literature that a subset of infants may be more susceptible to SIDS shortly after vaccination. A study by Torch found that two-thirds of babies who had died from SIDS had been vaccinated against DTP, diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus, prior to their deaths. Of these, 6.5% died within 12 hours, 39% died within 3 days, and the rest died within a couple of weeks. Torch also found that vaccinated babies died more often at 2 and 4 months, the same ages the initial doses of DTT, DPT were given. Another study by Fine and Chen reported babies died at a rate nearly 8 times greater than normal within 3 days after getting a DPT vaccine. The DPT shot given to children from just 2 months of age lists convulsions and collapse as one of the known side effects. To this day, many doctors downplay or just simply deny connection between vaccines and SIDS, ignoring so much evidence that shows the truth. What's infuriating is that the media jumps on one person for trying to educate new mothers and fathers about the hidden risk of SIDS following vaccination, while failing to look into the issue and find the real truth. There is overwhelming amount of evidence that shows that vaccines do increase the risk of SIDS. Please be sure to check out the official website of the Truth Podcast, truthpodcastqe.com, for more information. And we'll leave it right there for this week's topic. I want to thank you for listening to this week's topic of the Truth Podcast, Question Everything. Each and every Monday, we come up with a new topic of discussion where we seek to find the truth, the truth that's been hidden on purpose by our mainstream media. I hope that you... Like and subscribe to the Truth Podcast if you liked what you heard. And hopefully we'll see you right here next week on the Truth Podcast where we question everything. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.